The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. Reiki has been proven to bring you balance and peace, as well as improve your health. It's a healing method that works with other alternative methods, as well as conventional medical practices, to encourage and enhance personal healing on a number of levels. Now, to tell you more about Reiki and better health, here is Paula Vale. Hello, everyone, and welcome to For the Love of Reiki. I am Paula Vale, your host, And I am so excited to introduce to you today uh, Dodie Mitchell. And we are going to be discussing empowering individuals with developmental challenges through Reiki. This is such an exciting topic. I've been very anxious for this show because it's it's going to bring such great information to everyone and and what Dodie has has done over the years. And Dodie Mitchell is an experienced instructor with a foundation in Kripalu and Kundalini and Childlike Yoga, a Yasui Holy Fire master, teacher, an accomplished musician, and an intuitive healer. She has over 35 years of experience working with individuals with special needs and their families in both community and individual settings. Oh my gosh, Dodie, you are an amazing woman. I want to say thank you for being here. I am very honored. Thank you, Paula. It's great to be here with you. I love to talk about Reiki, and I love to talk about the work that's going on um, in populations uh, with people who have developmental challenges. And I I think it's exciting, really exciting, um, how our world is waking up to the possibilities there. Yes, yes. And uh, Dodie, if you would start out, if you would, just tell us a little bit about yourself and, and your personal history. Sure. Um, well, I so for the uh, first 40 years of my life or so, I worked, uh, um, I worked in federal government service and um, also worked uh, in um, organizational development. But along that whole journey, uh, I was blessed to be accompanied by my own son, who is now 36 years old, who has Down syndrome. His name is Isaac. So throughout all of the early years of us being together and me working in a very technical um, uh, job, I had Isaac for the softer side of my life, just teaching me along the way. So we discovered a lot of stuff together. And little by little, I realized that um, I really was interested and wanted to work in uh, softer fields. So I practiced yoga myself and became, through the years, certified in um, Kripalu yoga and also Kundalini yoga. And 
working with children and children's yoga. I learned Reiki, and I'll go into a little more how that I stumbled on Reiki. Um, Yasui Reiki and uh, and then Holy Fire Reiki and Karuna Reiki. So I've, I've worked for quite a while in um, working with Reiki. And I, I also was a musician, really, most of my adult life. And that music... Uh, drew me into different types of sound healing, using gong and uh, my voice, mantra, and uh, crystal bowls, and other forms of chanting, and uh, different forms of healing. Uh, And so my journey, along with Isaac, kept me involved daily, really, in populations, in special needs populations. And I learned a lot through him and through his friends for many years. I was the director of our local Special Olympics program, met many families through that experience. And so uh, everything just sort of came together. At a very early age, I realized that this was part of my dharma or part of my journey was to work with people with developmental challenges and, and to show the world, help the world to begin to understand the gift that they bring. Uh, when my when my son uh, was born, it was in a time where people still did not understand much about mm-hmm. Down syndrome or about other uh, developmental challenges, and so there was uh, more fear than there was understanding. But I was young enough to to feel uh, as though I did not want to accept the standard responses to to you know, hey, your baby has Down syndrome, Um, you know, would you like to see him, or there are places for children like these. So, and that really was a response that was happening back in the the Mm -hmm. mid-'70s. You know, so I I was uh, eager to forge ahead and really allow Isaac and I to discover what there was in the world for him. And I discovered a lot. Um, Oh, how fantastic. (laughs) Oh, and... What brought you then to bring Reiki into your life and then to tie that into what you could do with, with Isaac and others with the Reiki? How exciting. Well, in, in, so for my own life, you know, as, I, as, uh, as a young adult and moving into my adult years, I always had this propensity for wanting to put my hands on whatever hurt. I did it with my child. I did it with myself. I had several close friends who were dealing with various uh, um, pain syndromes. And it seemed like when I would just put my hands on them, hold them, meditate with them, that I could help to uh, release that pain cycle for them. I didn't know what to call it back then, but I I knew that it was uh, very much a divine connection and uh, very much not mine per se to give, but coming through me, and I was really grateful for that. And I myself had uh, some significant surgery uh, back in early 2002 or 2003, and uh, was really in a pain cycle myself, and had my hands full. I mean, I had a young a young son, um, Bill, with uh, um, needing a lot from me. And uh, I wasn't somebody who could tolerate pain medication, stuff like that. So I started looking for alternatives to deal with post-surgical pain and found Reiki. 
And as soon as I had a Reiki session, I thought, oh, I, I know what this is. I remember this. And so I continued to get uh, Reiki often, three or four times a week for about six weeks and really rapidly recovered during that phase. Oh, and, and knew that, okay, so this is what we call when I place my hands. We call this Reiki. So I learned Reiki. I learned uh, first degree and second degree Reiki. And then, um, and then I uh, worked with that for a while and eventually continued on and, and became a Reiki master and teacher and really knew that I wanted to share this with as many people as I could. So my first student when I became a Reiki master was my son Isaac. I came home from, and I, and I had, you know, had done some reading. There were some great articles in Reiki Journal about offering, uh, Offering Reiki to children with special needs, and and it was really great. And when I before I became a Reiki master, when I was uh, at the practitioner level, I would very often give Isaac Reiki, and I saw that he really responded to it, brought him to a real peaceful place, and he just loved it. He really loved mm. um, connecting to the energy. So when I became a Reiki master, I thought, well, I'm going to teach him Reiki. Why not? Yes. So I did. I I <sighs> attuned him to the first level of Reiki, and he used it every day, and I mean every day to this day, he uses his Reiki every day, and it was, I, I witnessed a really great shift in Isaac in terms of his, um, his countenance, you know, his ability mm -hmm. to feel as though he could contribute to his own well-being and the well-being of others, and I thought that was really beautiful. And I thought, this is different. This is different than just offering Reiki to him. This is offering him the ability to take this into his own experience and, yes. and, and, and express it through his own gift. Oh, uh, I bet he fell in love with it. Oh, my gosh. And to this day, he is still giving himself Reiki. That is beautiful. He, he is, yeah. And, you know, he, um, so, so I, I continued, so as I watched him continue to use it, eventually I attuned him to the, to the second level of Reiki, and that's when I realized, you know, if, if, if Isaac, uh, and, and, you know, there, I had to shift my thinking in the way I taught Isaac, um, you know, the typical, I, I tend to use the curriculum for, from the International Center for Reiki Training. I'm a professional member of the uh, ICRT, and so I, I use that curriculum. I use their books. Um, I really love their curriculum. I think it's really solid, and, it, and it, it, uh, the manuals are, are fantastic. So oh, yes. I, I do follow that curriculum, certainly adding to it my own uh, Jody Mitchell and all of that, you know. Yeah. Um, but when it came to teaching people with special needs Reiki, I realized I had to I had to release my agenda and work with their agenda and their abilities. And you know, just like each and every one of us, you, me, and everybody else is on this grand spectrum of abilities. It's it's certainly the same in in a in the special needs population. So you have to be flexible. So I realized that in order to teach Isaac, he was much less concerned with things like the history of Reiki or, 
uh, uh, things like that, and much more open to the experiential side of Reiki training. So uh, for Isaac and his friends who came to me to learn Reiki, it became a very experiential class, you know, um, certainly discussion, certainly if they were learning uh, anything beyond level one, you know, a, a deep understanding of the symbology and they would have to be able to draw the symbols and memorize them and memorize their names and use them. But it was much more hands-on experience and much mm-hmm. less lectures that, that really brought Reiki together for them. And it's interesting because uh, one of the young men that I taught Reiki, uh, when, when he was attuned to Reiki Level 1, he said, Oh, I know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> And it was really great because I, I realized in that moment, I just attuned you to something that you've probably been channeling your whole life, and all I did was give you a name for it. That's really what we just, just what occurred here. Yes. So, it so- yeah. sounds like they absolutely embraced it. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That is beautiful. And um, with, with working with them, did you then... How long have you been working with teaching the Reiki with the children with the special needs? About 11 years, 11 or 12 wow. years. Wow. And I can imagine what, what you've seen and the embrace of that energy. It's, you know, it's been really amazing. And, and uh, I've had, um, I've written a few articles there in Reiki Journal uh, on, uh, you can just, you know, like, uh, if you go on, uh, reiki.org and you put in my name, uh, Dodie Mitchell or my, my, my maiden name, Dodie Surratt, um, you would find, uh, those articles, but they're teaching, uh, special needs, uh, very special caregivers. There's a few articles and I'll give you my website later and you can read about those. And it really goes into some detail because, uh, I'm hoping that if there are other Reiki masters who are out there who haven't worked yet with teaching, uh, children and young adults with special needs Reiki that maybe they'll tap into some of those and, uh, or maybe want to contact me for some ideas. But um, what I, uh, what I, some of the experiences that I had um, were really, really special. Uh, for one thing, the sharing of Reiki, I do Reiki shares too, and the sharing between these young people who offer Reiki to each other is really profound. And and my experience of receiving Reiki from them after I attuned them and, and Reiki shared was that the energy that they are able to channel is 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 uh, it's unfettered. It's so pure, and so it's a really powerful Reiki session. Really is. There's a there's a you know we all deal with our personalities and our egos and yes. you know a, a whole lot of thoughts you know going through our heads. And, and certainly, so do they. However, I, I feel that my experience has been with the young people that I have attuned, that they have far less trouble than the average person just getting down to purely channeling the Reiki energy, you know. Um, um, and I feel sense. like the, the, the intent for them is really pure. And, you know, the more we let go of our ego and our personality and just try to be a real pure channel, the 
the more fully we can channel Reiki. So I, I, I think they have a lot to teach us about being oh, practitioners. I, yes, I totally agree. I, I, I'm with you. I, I think that the ego and the mind chatter and all of that is a big hurdle for many practitioners and and just opening that door and and just welcoming it in and and you know getting the mind and ego out of it does make it pure. Oh, that is just absolutely beautiful. And I I love your your put out there of you know with listening to this show today more practitioners, more teachers out there may think, oh my gosh, I need to start offering this to individuals with with developmental challenges. That is a great idea because, you know, a lot of us don't think about that. I love that. And um, we'll talk a little more about that when we come back. We'll, we'll take a break here for a commercial. And also when we come back, we will talk a little bit about how this kind of work is significant. So I'm really anxious to hear that as well, Dodie. So everyone, we will be back in just a moment. And Dodie, thank you. Are you looking to relax, improve your health, and find balance in your life? Then you need to try the wonderful healing powers of Reiki. Reiki is an energy healing technique that is based on the concept of life energy. At Wellness Inspired, located in Tacoma, Washington, we offer Reiki sessions in combination with other healing modalities to maximize the healing benefits for our clients. We also have one of the few crystal healing beds located in the Pacific Northwest. To learn more about how you can achieve better health and balance with Reiki, visit us at wellnessinspired.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. 
We would love to hear about your Reiki stories, as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Paula here with Dodie Mitchell. And if you weren't with us in the first segment, we are discussing empowering individuals with developmental challenges through Reiki. And uh, before we, we get into how significant this kind of work is for these individuals, I, you mentioned how wonderful the, experience you've, the experiences you've had with sharing Reiki with these, these beautiful, beautiful individuals. Let's, let's begin with a little more about that, Dodie. Okay, so thanks, Paula, for asking that. Yeah, so you know, one of the uh, so one of the things I think that happens, um, whether I'm teaching yoga or doing Reiki or any type of spiritual work, is if you're not careful, you can just get too serious. You know, I, I like to say in my yoga classes, "Hey, smile! It's, it's only yoga." You know, <laughs> and so you know, while we're, while we're busy just tapping in and tuning in and really getting into that, the energy that flows through us, you can allow yourself to get pretty serious. So I have been renewed by the joy that is in these classes of uh, young people who are learning Reiki, who have some sort of alternative learning style or a developmental challenge. I find that there's a lot more humor, there's a lot more joy, there's a lot more silliness. And I'm really a firm believer that uh, that if you can get silly, you can get closer to spirit. So that's one thing that I've, I've witnessed is uh, from my son and from his friends and from other young people with developmental challenges is there's an air of silly in our classes that's so refreshing. It so takes the pressure off. You know, and it gets you away from that. You know, if you can remember the first time you ever tried to channel Reiki and you were like, is this thing on? You know? Exactly, exactly. And you you don't even go there because you're so connected through joy that there's no question that this thing is on. And, of course, you're channeling that beautiful healing energy. And so I, I think that's a gift that is brought to every Reiki teacher who allows themselves to open up, to soften up, to experiment, and to teach Reiki in um, non-traditional ways to people who learn in non-traditional ways. I think there's a great surprise there for you. There's a great gift there for you when you can allow yourself to be silly, to be different, and, and and to see where you go with it. And that's a gift, a real gift that these children have given me. That is beautiful. Oh, my goodness, yes. And, you know, to experience that, and I love the idea of more teachers and practitioners getting into that and even possibly, you know, offering to the families of these individuals. Absolutely. And caregivers. Some some things that I have seen from... um, with, first of all, uh, when, a, when a family member 
contacts me and says, you know, I'd like my son or my daughter to learn Reiki with you. I know right there, there's an open door. You know, mm-hmm. there's a family that that senses that this will improve their experience as a family and certainly that of their of their loved one. Um, and their loved one learning Reiki, it not only does it help their own journey, that child's journey, but you know when when you start channeling that type of energy, that Reiki energy, that it, it improves everything around you because you begin to radiate it. So these young adults and these kids who are learning Reiki, they begin to be able to expand their own healing capabilities so that they can, you know, bring healing to their family members as well. And also, what I find is that family members then say, geez, you know, I, I, I think I should learn this. I mean, if my son is going to learn this, why aren't I learning this, you know? Or, or perhaps let me learn this and, and then teach my son, and then we can practice together. And this oh, is a beautiful thing because... You know, this really brings me into what what I believe is a purposeful journey here on our planet. And I, and I know I'm not alone in this, but I've experienced for my for my own self when my son came into my life. My first reaction as a young mother was not only that I loved him, but here, okay, this beautiful soul who I am going to teach, who I am going to be their guide to the universe. And it wasn't very long at all before I realized, oh, wait a minute, who's going to teach me? Who's going to be my guide to the universe? I get it. Yes. And, yes. and this is what I see as parents begin to empower their children to learn these tools for themselves. And as parents also learn is that they begin to allow themselves to shift out of the tremendous responsibility of constantly being teacher and guide into the exchange with their children so that they can see that they're mutually teaching each other. They're mutually guiding each other through this life. And it's, it's that's a gift. Oh, that is a huge gift. And, and, I can just imagine when these individuals learn that Reiki, I mean, you know, you you know as well as I do, when we learn Reiki and we open that door, it's like our our vibration raises, we glow, it brings that, that inner joy. So I can see how that expansion and that happiness for them, it is going to affect the family. And the family is, oh, well... It, I want in on this too, and and it just can bloom and be a beautiful thing for the whole family. Oh, I love that. And you know, as as I mean, so I, I don't believe that anything is by chance. So I think, um, so if I can step a little deeper into why I feel that this is significant. I, I, I want to save some for this last piece of our, our, our uh, interview together, but so I feel that uh, teaching uh, is significant because, uh, it, uh, because it empowers, but because it also reaches the fan. And this is why it's significant, because so many more young people are coming to this planet now 
with developmental challenges. I'll just take two pieces of the population, and, and, and one of them is Down syndrome, where it used to be like one in 1,800 babies was born with Down syndrome, and today it's one in 600 babies. One in 600 babies is born with Down syndrome. Uh, it used to be that it was, you know, one in 1,000 children were, were diagnosed with autism, and now it's one in 85. So certainly... There is some that uh, some uh, of this is attributed to the fact that we are getting better at diagnosing. But there's also a question that remains unanswered, and that is why? Mm-hmm. Why is it that so many more people are coming to this planet with these um, with you know with these challenges? And I think it's you know, it's my firm belief it's to shift this planet, to shift our perspective of what we perceive to be perfection, what we perceive to be, you know, normal or, or right or average, and to just turn that upside down. So if you're giving these young people who are already on this tough journey you know, who signed up for this tough journey, if you're giving them tools to give them a sense of balance, peace, connection to their source, you're giving them tools that can help them begin to more easily communicate what, they, what they've come here to communicate to us. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yes. So, and by offering those same teachings to their parents, you're giving, uh, or their sisters, or their brothers, or those who are caregivers, who are providers. You know, not not every child and young adult with a disability has a family around them. Many, many of these young people are uh, out there on their own, or have have. Uh, or are only children or have are old enough to have lost their parents already or um, you know so you're giving provide and not only that but you know many many families also um, have uh, caregivers and providers for their children and this is you know part of life you know just uh, not every child wants to be with the parents 24-7, you know, they want to get out there in the world and they want to, you know, uh, have jobs and, and have other activities and have other people in their lives. So by offering this type of energy work to all of the people who surround these children and these young adults, you're just increasing the level of balance and calm and connectivity between them. Oh, I love that. And, you know, that's that's a great point. I mean, there's so much in the world of hectic, hectic, and panic, and erratic. And, you know, that may be a big reason why we are having this shift of so many young people coming in also with, you know, just higher energy vibration. We need to to get back to some calm and some peace. I love that. Exactly. And, and, and you know, when, we, when we're talking about this, I, 
you know, if someone's just tuning in who who does not have Reiki, but they've they've you know happened on on this site, um, you know, Reiki is it's well established now. Hospitals all over the world employ Reiki now because they realize that it brings you know in, in, uh, incredible peace. And it helps to reduce pain, and it helps to reduce anxiety, and it helps to to allow for uh, for uh, uh, more healthful sleep, and in so many ways it helps. Yes. So why yes. wouldn't we want to offer that to families and young people who are already so challenged in so many of those areas? You know, because life is just busier and can be more complex and uh you know i i you know i'll take for example it just you know what um the average child might be able to do in 20 minutes of homework might take a child with special needs three hours to master some or all of those same concepts so if you just think of the energy level that's being put out there by parents and caregivers to help their children learn anything from, you know, getting a high school education to being able to tie shoes, to being able to be safe in their community, to being able to be, you know, safe in their home or independent with certain tasks. The energy level's huge. It's really huge. And so with that can come a lot of stress. Yes. Yes. And being able to learn a modality that they can use to bring themselves a sense of calm is is really significant, really important. Yes, and that sense of calm that Reiki gives us is, you know, the more that we teach, the more individuals that learn it, the more the world accepts it and takes it in. My goodness, what a wave that's going to create. And these these children, these individuals are going to be part of that wave, a big part. Yeah. Yeah, that's really beautiful. That's really beautiful. And I, I do want to throw out there any Reiki practitioners, teachers listening today, contact Dodi if you have any questions or any information how you can possibly reach out and work with some of these individuals because this this really is significant. This this is very this is very exciting. And 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 you know, Paula, even if even if um so you know, even if you're not called to teach this population, you may be called to serve this population through just offering Reiki. You know, in your Reiki shares or offering, uh, just, you know, put it out there. You know, that you're, uh, I mean, I, I, I do a lot of pro bono work when it comes to this population. And, and then, uh, for teaching, I, you know, I, I, I'm able to have an energetic exchange, monetary exchange for that. But I, and sometimes not. But, um, just bringing this out into the population in, in any way, sharing Reiki, giving, uh, you know, maybe doing a special Reiki share where you invite parents of, of uh, children with uh, challenges to come and have yes. a little respite, have a little bit of Reiki and have a little sense of calm and a little bit of respite. Respite is a great thing to do, you know. 
Um, so I'm not, I'm really not saying that, that you should, you know, that it's, that it, you know, the only, uh, the only way to go for this is to teach these, these, uh, young adults. That is a great way, and that is my journey, certainly, but also to offer, also to offer. Yes. I've had a lot of wonderful input from parents who have said, wow, what a difference this is making for my child. You know, oh. to just be able to come and get Reiki. What a difference. So, so there's a lot of, uh, young adults who, who haven't, um, asked to learn, but just want to come and receive too. So there's that, you know, so it doesn't all have to be about teaching. Oh, I love that. I love that idea. That's, yes, just to expose them to that and bring that in. I love that. Well, um, let's take a moment. And we're going to pop for another commercial break, everyone. But we will be right back. Thank you, Dodie. The healing modality of Reiki has become more recognized worldwide in both the areas of naturopathic medicine and Western medicine. Reiki not only benefits and heals the person receiving the Reiki healing energy, but also the practitioner. Learning Reiki can change your life and the life of those around you. Paula Vale of Wellness Inspired in Tacoma, Washington, has trained in Reiki worldwide and teaches all levels of Yusui and Karuna Reiki. Paula understands that teaching Reiki is both an honor and a responsibility. Go to wellnessinspired.com to learn more. In the spirit of Have Couch, Will Travel, Dr. Carol Lieberman creates a haven of sanity in an increasingly insane world. Each day we are bombarded with news of events that have never crossed our wildest nightmares. Society is spiraling out of control and everyone is reeling from it. But now there's an answer. The best way to keep sane in this insane world is to tune in to Dr. Carol's Couch on Voice America. Dr. Carol, a certified media psychiatrist, will broadcast live from her Beverly Hills office every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Call or log in and get help with whatever is sending you reeling whenever you need a soothing voice to calm and advise you. That's Dr. Carol's Couch every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific time here on America's Voice, voiceamerica.com. Hi, I'm Kristen Eichel. Join Paula Vale, host of For the Love of Reiki and I, along with millions of other Reiki and energy healers worldwide, as we create the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife. Beginning from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. this Saturday and the third Saturday of every month in your time zone, this healing wave of prayer and positive energy will ripple around the planet, creating a 24-hour wave of Reiki, love, and healing to all the members of the animal kingdom. Animals feed us, they clothe us, they comfort us, and inspire us. We live with them in our homes and in our communities, and we send this healing wave of light to them to express our gratefulness to them for their gifts to all humanity. Please join with us as we create a new movement of Reiki energy with the World Reiki Circle for Wildlife this Saturday from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Write to Paula to share your thoughts and experiences with Reiki. Paula at wellnessinspired.com. You're listening to For the Love of Reiki with Paula Vale. We would love to hear about your Reiki stories as well as your questions about Reiki. Paula will answer questions and share stories on the show. Please send an email to Paula at wellnessinspired.com. 
Again, that's Paula at wellnessinspired.com. Now, back to For the Love of Reiki. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. And Dodie Mitchell is here, and we are discussing the wonderful healing and energy and the significant work that she does with individuals with developmental challenges with with her Reiki. This is absolutely fantastic. And Jody, let's let's begin with um, tell us what what do you really from this show, what do you want listeners to know and take with them about the work that you are doing in the world? Thank you, Paula. You're right. I think that some of the most important pieces of this kind of work is to begin to see the significance of the presence of souls on this planet now who have, who have taken on these lives as children and adults with challenges. It's purposeful. It's a purposeful journey. And the families that are walking those roads with them are walking a purposeful journey. And so if, if in your life, if you're presented with an experience of meeting somebody with a developmental challenge, whether it's in your school, your children's school, the work that you do, on the bus, uh, wherever you are, take that moment. And, and just ask yourself, what's the significance of this for me here? What is this gift, this gift here for me? And I think that in, in, on our planet today, the, the energies that are coming forward are exponential. Everything feels bigger. Information moves at a faster rate. We're all expected to move at a faster rate. What used to be simple lives are becoming more and more complex. And in the middle of all of that, in the middle of that din, there are many children coming here who are shining a light. And the, the simplicity uh, is, 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 and that light is, is apparent. You can feel it. But sometimes... Mm-hmm. It comes wrapped in a package that may seem difficult at first. Not every child with a developmental challenge uh, is, is able to uh, overtly seem loving or calm or peaceful. There's a lot of kids that are struggling. They might be struggling with, without language to express themselves, or they might be feeling the vibration, the energy that's in this world right now. And because of their sensitivity, because of their incredible openness, because of their ability to channel the divine, it's, it, it, it's harsh for them. It's unsettling for them. So, you know, so there's so much opportunity to give back to these souls who are coming here holding the energy of love for this planet. And that's what I think they're doing, Paula. They're holding the energy of love. And in some instances, in many instances, it's a tough job. And so what we can do is we can support their journey by giving them tools to help them 
as they hold the energy of love. And I'll give an example. You know yourself if you're if you're working a lot, if you're giving a lot of, uh, if you're seeing a lot of clients, or if you're just if there's a lot going on in your life and you're and you're having to give and give and outpour. And even though we channel the Reiki energy, we're still in human bodies. You know, there's still a wear and tear on human bodies, even though we're channels and we're not necessarily just giving this of ourselves, but we're allowing it to move through us. So think of that. Think of the days when you're tired. And then think of somebody who's giving their whole life, coming into this planet with developmental challenges, and some of those challenges can be extreme. Giving their whole lives to being the energy of love for this planet, to raise the vibration of this planet, and how difficult that can be on their bodies, on their emotions, uh, on their, their whole being, and how beautiful it is to offer them energy healing in one form or another. And my favorite, of course, is Reiki. Yes. And, and if possible, to empower them to offer it to themselves and those that they love. So, so that's why I do this. I feel that these children are, have a profound purpose on our planet. And part of my work is also to invite their parents to begin to consider this because most of the parents of these kids that are out there, they already know, they've already got it. Hey, I know my son and my daughter is, is special beyond just their developmental challenge. I feel it. I feel it in my life. I feel how they've shifted and changed me and made me bigger, better, deeper. I tell people all the time, I couldn't have possibly have become who I am without my son Isaac to empower me to be who I am now. And I believe so many parents out there truly know this about their children, but they they want the rest of the world to know it, and they just don't know how to express it. So begin right there by being able to acknowledge the purposeful journey of these kids and their families and offer them a means to find their balance, to be nurtured as they do their work on this planet that's such important work. Yes, and with offering them Reiki, it's like we can offer them some love. They are giving so much love to this planet, and it's it's a tool us practitioners can use to offer them some love. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's it in a nutshell, Paula. And oh. the work that I do, my uh, if anybody would like to contact me, I uh, my website is uh, it's called Infinite Soul Healing. That's plural. So it's Infinite Soul, S-O-U-L-S, Healing. And I named it that because I feel that uh, we're all infinite souls and we're all on a healing journey and especially these young people that I work with. So um, I, I do uh, workshops. I come and speak to groups if anybody would like for that to take place. I also I love to answer questions. So you can reach me at uh, info at Infinite Soul Healing or Dodi at Infinite Soul Healing. If you just go to my website and uh, there's a place to contact me there, um, you might want to sign up for my newsletter. 
And, you know, I, I usually offer a, a really wonderful meditation on that newsletter for you to just to take you to a peaceful place and assorted uh, other things. I'll let you know when uh, trainings are happening in my, in my area. Um, and you can read a bit more about the kind of work that, that I'm offering in the world and, and maybe get some ideas for your own journey. And there's also some pictures on there of some of the young people that I have worked with who are practicing uh, Reiki. We, we uh, do Reiki shares. We offer Reiki shares um, at uh, different locations. And um, if there's a, a health fair, I will very often bring two or three or four uh, fellow Reiki practitioners um, who have been my students and will offer Reiki. So that's a great thing to do, too. Oh, I love that. I love that. And with this show today, you know, it's going to be exciting that you're sharing this information. And there's so many family members and practitioners that that don't realize what the Reiki can do for these individuals. So I am just so grateful for you sharing this information because, like you said, life is busy, we're busy, and even with our Reiki practices or someone receiving Reiki, you don't always go out of the box in what you think of, you know, what you can do in sharing your Reiki. That's right. That's right. And and I encourage you to get out of the box. I really do. But... <laughs> For me, for my journey, um, my, my journey, I feel my dharma is to help the world to understand that children with developmental challenges, they're avatars in our world, avatars to teach us love. And so I encourage anybody who has that, that nudge, that feeling within them that says, yeah, I agree with that. So step forward and start offering, offering that divine connection and see where it takes you. You will be amazed at the opportunities that come forward for you once you say, yes, yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to help. Oh, I love that. I love that. That is so true. And I can imagine with your years, with it, doing this work, what you have seen, what you have experienced, the joy and the love and what Reiki has done for these kids and their families. Is there any particular little story you would want to share with us or anything along that line? Um, well, I, I think there's a... Uh, yeah, sure. Um, well, I can offer a couple different things. Uh, uh, one, one young man who... Um, is in the autism spectrum who truly is he's significantly affected in language and um, in just um, you know uh, just behaviors he, he can can really struggle with just the vibrations around him uh, and the emotions and he could sometimes come into my office literally just pacing, walking the walls, hardly able to to light, just really. And, 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 and usually when there was something going on in the world that was intense, his energy field is really, really affected by it. And I, at times, 
could not even get to the point where I could place my hands above or on him. And I would simply have to sit there with him, speaking with him, and begin to fill the room with Reiki. Just fill it with the vibration, all the corners, floor and ceiling, and just fill the room until he could get to a point where that sensation of Reiki was enough to allow him to breathe a little easier, and eventually he would make his way to the Reiki table, and before you know it, hop on it and lay down. And then I could work in his field above him, hands off, and continue to give him Reiki until eventually he would reach up and grab one of my hands and just put it right on his heart. And I knew then that he was ready to receive in that way. And so I let him drive. I let him show me exactly what, where, and how. And this is the best thing I can offer to practitioners. Don't go in thinking you know and you'll deliver. Go in knowing they know. And you can give just what you can in every moment and allow them to show you what's next. That's where the divine wisdom is. Oh, oh, that beautiful, well said. Yes. We just offer and then they they tell us when they're ready and what they want to take, correct? That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. And you know you you know, be the energy, be just offer that energy and, and they'll show you. You know. I I, I there's so many ways. To offer, to offer the energy, so many ways, and it's different for each child, each adult. We're all snowflakes. Every single one of us is different. So, and there are no exceptions. Yes, very true, very true. So, we are down to just a, a few more minutes, Dodi. Is there anything you'd like to say to any listeners out there who are? a caregiver, a family member with this individual in their family with special needs, just a little something perhaps to to give them some insight in find a Reiki practitioner and maybe open this up into our our family and, and what it might bring. And yeah, any last sure. On that? Yeah, I, I think... I think the first thing to, to, to say is, although it sometimes feels like that, you're not alone. You're not alone. There are so many parents on the planet today that are challenged and being troubadours for their children and, you know, um, moving through barriers and... Uh, finding new ways to help their children bloom. And what I would say to parents and to caregivers is realize, please realize that you also need, really truly need that, um, that renewal, that energetic renewal and sense of balance. And that the more that you can bring yourself into balance, through energy work such as Reiki, through 
breath work, meditation, yoga, perhaps rest, a long walk in nature, whatever way that you can tap into your source and find your sense of balance is so important. It's very easy for us as parents of children with special needs to become depleted because we're giving and fighting and enabling and, and advocating. But remember that your greatest gift to your child is for you to feel well, to feel energized, and, and, and to, to be in balance. So remember, remember that. Not only them, but you. And again, I'll just uh, put it out there that if you, if you would like to explore more information or you would like to contact me for ideas or connections, Dodie Mitchell, you can go to my website, infinitesoulshealing.com, and just contact me on that website and or subscribe to my newsletter or do a little reading on the website, and I'd be more than happy to connect you in any way I can to whatever resources might help you. Dodie, thank you so much. I just want to give you a big heartfelt thank you for all that you do for others. You are a gift and a joy to the world, and thank you. And I'm very honored to have you on the show, and I really appreciate you being here today. Thank you, Paula. It was great talking with you. It was great being a part of this. Oh, thank you so much. And a big thank you to... All of our listeners out there as we close in the U.S. and around the world, thank you for being with us and hugs and blessings going out to everyone. Thank you. Thank you again for tuning into For the Love of Reiki. Please join your host, Paula Vale, again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel to learn more about your better health. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.